0: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I titled this session, Learning to Dream Again. And this has been an extremely interesting week for me. And honestly, I just feel like that there's, I'm hoping that there's people that are going to need to hear this session uh, long after I record it. Uh, I wish I'd had this session years ago. And it's just been kind of situations have kind of pointed me in this direction. So I'm gonna let it go and and just share this guy share this with you all. Um learning to dream again, and that sounds cliche maybe, or uh yeah, Dale, but you don't understand what I've been through, you don't understand this, you don't understand that. And just let me just back up and just share a couple of personal things. And also on this particular podcast, I want you to hear a small uh, audio clip when uh, Gary from the Gary V show session 271 with Tim Ferris, uh, what he had to say about this, which I found extremely fascinating. I just found I just ran up on this this week. Uh, but just let me just kind of share with you what's going on. Most of you know my story and most of, you know, after making millions and millions of dollars, uh, with the network marketing business model, really, that was all I knew from the time I was 20 till I was 39 and, uh, helping, uh, well over 200 people on our personal team, uh, Create six-figure incomes and all kinds of five-figure and a couple seven-figure earners, and a huge organization that was rated, you know, the top th- in the top three you network know, marketing companies in the world uh, in '98, and in '99, or uh, shortly after that, uh, I said, I'm, "I'm done. I'm finished." And one day I'll tell the whole story. Uh, many of you have seen the video, "The Power of the Dream," and the next video that I will do is called "The Dream Continues" at some point. But you know, people tell what happened, what, tell what happened, and I've never really talked a whole lot about it because you know, <laughs> you. you your friends don't need an explanation and your enemies aren't going to believe you anyway. And honestly, it's uh, very, very painful. Um, The short story is the head accountant walked into my office one day and said, Dale, I need to talk to you. And he had a uh, look on his face like I'd never seen. And I said, what? And he said, uh, "We're the company is using this month's sales to pay last month's commissions. And I said, what? He said, the company is paying taking this month's sales to pay last month's commissions. And I said, uh, I'm not getting paid. My partner's not getting paid. And how long will it take? To get this straightened out, he said, "Well, it's not bad, and we can straighten it out pretty quickly." But I just felt like you didn't know, and you should know. And to say that that started World World War Four once I made the decision would be an understatement. And after uh, a half a million dollar in attorneys' fees and hours and hours of my life that I'll never get back in court and small town politics and a whole lot of other stuff. I said, you know, I'm done. I'm done. And since that time, as soon as I said, I'm done, then my phone started ringing. And Dale, will you come and speak your local M on Leeds program? Will you teach that? Will you come and... And, and do I'm doing a super Saturday where you come and speak at the super Saturday. Uh, companies wanted me to consult, um, you know, a whole world was created or happened that I had no anticipation, no desire. But again, the, the systems and concepts and ideas are so programmed in my mind. I can do this in my sleep. I could start talking now about network marketing and developing of teams and people and be talking without taking a breath this time next year. So it was very easy for me, but it allowed me, again, to do multiple businesses, which we've been involved in. And many of you know today, uh, Don and I, my wife and a small staff of 10 people, operate four different businesses, network marketing support services being one of them. And ultimately, ultimately for me, my passion, my vision is building an organization I call uh, the Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy, which has started, but you know, we've got 20 members and we probably won't accept any more members for at least a couple of years, maybe longer. If you happen to want, you probably, if you want to know about that, you can go to www.nwmlda.com. And if and when we reopen it, and again, it'll be at least a couple of years would be my guesstimate. I am going to, uh, take two new people this year uh, to replace a couple. But again, it has nothing to do with anything of what I'm trying to communicate other than the fact that uh, when wo- World War IV started, the best way I know to describe it is I felt like I was going through 25 divorces at the same time. And I I saw a level of self-preservation overtake people that I never thought would overtake people. I saw greed and ego overtake people at a level that I never, ever anticipated. So again, I'm not going to get into all that. There'll be a time and place and day for that, but it's not here. But my point is, since that time, I've really coasted. You know, I I got two or three years ago. I'm thinking I'm going to write a book called Six Six Figure Incomes, how a person can create six figure incomes in six different niches. And we'll talk about uh, Amazon FBA. We'll talk about uh, self-publishing. We'll talk about digital publishing, Um, different business models. There's multiple ways multiple ways to create a good income if you're willing to get educated from the right people, the right mentors, and go to work uh, and implement that which you learn and uh, and only listen to people that have already done what you want to do. It's not that difficult. And But network marketing, the power behind network marketing, in my opinion, is... It's an unbelievable personal development program. It, it allows you to build a business and a life of significance all at the same time. Uh, it's the most powerful residual income uh, business model on the planet uh, when done correctly. Uh, when it, It's powerful when people look down the road three, four, five years and you know it's just it's a phenomenal phenomenal business and we've kind of just diluted it to the point that it's just absolutely ridiculous uh in my opinion over the last 15 years or so but the the thing that early in my career the thing that I kept hearing people talk about was I used to be an XYZ company and I was making you know six figures whatever and you know then the company messed up or went out of business or this happened or that happened and they live their life uh, trying to recapture that magic and uh, without the confidence to do it even though they had the confidence to do it in the and the ability to take action in the in the beginning. Uh, obviously, uh, and and they have trouble dreaming again. I think I think it's just believing again. And look, I heard that early in my in my career, and I'm thinking, golly, you know, if you did that once, you can do it again. Go for it. And it, you know, I I found out the ha- the hard way. Um, it's it's not that easy. I mean, I've said it many times. I mean, I coasted for. For years, and it really took a couple of heart attacks and a couple of other things to really wake me up. Podcast being one of them, because I knew the people that were listening to podcasts. I knew who they were. They're they're just like me. When I started with a uh, Sony Walkman on my belt, eight, ten ten hours a day, so I understood that. That got me excited, and I thought, you know what? You know, I, I've tried to communicate this message for years, and I just said, "The heck with it." And but, podcasting and the ability to get the message in the marketplace has enabled me to to make a, a dent over the last couple of years with our couple of podcasts, and people are starting to hear. And there's a slight shift going on. And I'm excited about that. So ultimately, everything that I do that I'm doing at this point in my life points towards the Network Marketing Leadership Development Academy. But my main point, it was me making the decision to not coast any longer and do everything that I could do to provide impact and save share wisdom share experience and let it fall on the ears of those that are ready to hear and that's been my approach for the last couple of years or so since we started the podcast and started getting very active and t- took took on more uh coaching clients etc cetera, etc cetera. uh for me the most important thing in my life is Close, tight knit circle of family, kids, grandkids, parents, aunts, parents, uh, brother, sister, sister in laws, brother in laws. Tight knit. We're having thirty five of them over thirty for Thanksgiving as, as I'm recording this. Okay, that's the most important. Nothing comes beyond that. And I do, and my time is the most valuable asset that I have. And I don't want to chit chat and mess around with anything or anybody. Uh, I just don't have time. I have too many things to do that I want to do, that I'm excited about doing, that I believe I'm supposed to be doing. And that's where I come from. That's where I live. You know, it's uh, I I don't take a lot of time for leisure. I don't take a lot of time for social activities. I'm pretty kind of antisocial. I don't need to be part of the whatever tribe. I just don't need it. I get nothing from it it's discouraging, quite frankly. So I I live a very closed life from that standpoint and very focused on what I do and my time every single day. And I don't take a minute for granted. And unfortunately, it did take two heart attacks and a couple of other things that happened to really jar me enough to say, Dale, what are you going to do the rest of your life? What are you supposed to do? You've been given talent, skills, abilities, insights. How are you going to use those to positively affect the profession that changed your life? And I say all that just to say this. I know that there's people that will be listening to this maybe long after I'm gone that uh, are having trouble believing and dreaming one more time. Believing and dreaming one more time. And... Again, I was aware of it early in my career, uh, and I have really never paid a lot of attention to it because I never understood it. And then after going through 25 divorces at the same time and wasting countless number of hours in courtrooms and everything that we went through, it was like, I'm, I'm beyond done. I'm just coasting. And I didn't come out of that for 15 years. Now, so making an income, there's multiple ways, as I said, to make income. So it's never been about income uh, from that standpoint. But network marketing is such a powerful business model because it it helps people believe in themselves and it helps people. If you build people, people will build the business. And it's powerful from that standpoint. When you get real and you tell people what they need to hear, not want to hear, because you don't have to tell them what they want to hear so they'll buy what you want to sell them. Yeah, Network marketing is full of quote-unquote gurus who are telling people what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. It, it turns my stomach. So I'm talking to people that are having challenges believing, uh, you know. There's a really good friend of mine that I care a lot about. The guy could do awesome, and he, you know, last time we had dinner, he said, Dale, he said, my problem is I just know too much. I just know too much, and I get that. I understand that. I, I totally understand. Um, but as Kellen Keller said, life is to be lived as a magnificent adventure." or not at all. And so the title of this is Learning to Dream Again. And probably over the last five, six months, uh, you know, two, for, for the last couple of years, I mean, we've been on this path, this mission in the last four, five, six months. Uh, it's gone to a whole different level for us. Uh, and so this whole... Dreaming again and learning to dream again. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still figuring this out myself. I'll just say that. Uh, because, you know, when Dawn and I got married, I said, look, I've already lived a life that most people can't even comprehend. Uh, just, it, it, I'm so thankful. Uh, you know, a, a kid from a little town in Stamping Ground population, 400. You know, to, you know, be able to to speak to over a million people in my lifetime all over the world, to travel to countries and and have what I had to say being actually being translated into other languages and people listening through headphones, it blows my mind. It just, it blows my mind. And I have to pinch myself every single day. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm done. I'm just finished. I'm going. I can do. I can teach what I teach in my sleep. But as far as really going after something, I have no desire. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just don't. And of course, that's changed. It changed with the podcast. I never will forget the morning that I came downstairs and I told Don. I said, you aren't going to believe what I'm getting ready to do. And I said, I said, I'm getting ready to. I'm going to hire a podcast producer. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to redo the network MLMTrainingClub.com. I'm going to do this. And she said, why? And I didn't know how to answer it other than it's what I'm supposed to do. It's it's why I'm here. And so this has been an ordeal for me. And I've been thinking about this a lot. And, you know, there was a gentleman that, if you listen to the momsuccess.com podcast, you'll hear in the future real soon. Uh, his name's Richard Nyhart. Most of you probably never heard him, but he wrote a book that was given to me uh, years ago. We had, I met Richard and had Richard speak at one of our events. He passed away when he was 55. Uh, heart-wrenching, unbelievable individual that a lot of people never got to meet, never got to hear. Those of you that are... Listeners of Success.com podcast. Again, uh, I am planning on getting something up there very soon from Richard. And I'll expand more on him uh, at the, during that podcast. But he also wrote a book called How to Survive the Death of a Dream. And, you know, it's not just surviving it but how do you survive the death of a dream and learn to dream again? So that's the title of this, learning to dream again. And I, I, I am in the middle of that personally. Uh, it's not for uh, any other reason than sometimes you see upside potential you you get a bigger vision and and see the, the thing for me and for a lot of people is when your reality so far passes your expectations it, that's hard to deal with and i've seen it happen in the network marketing profession multiple times with multiple people See, all I ever wanted was a six-figure income and not a boss. That's all I wanted. Give me a six-figure-year income and no boss. I'm in heaven. That's all I ever thought about. He said, Dale, you're going to make $3.8 million in a year from commissions and overrides from your team. I would have said, what? You're crazy. That's not going to happen. Dale, you're going to make millions of dollars. Okay, and again, it didn't happen overnight, as all of you. Oh, know. but it, but it, but now you're going to start from zero and build an organization that does over a hundred million dollars in wholesale sales in less than five years. That's that's in your future. I couldn't even comprehend any of that, any of that. But I will share one thing with you. I want you to hear this short clip. Uh, well, let's hear the clip. And then we'll. I'll come back and we'll finish up. And I, I just want to try to give you some encouragement. If I'm talking to you, And some of you I'm not talking to, but some of you know people that need to hear this. I hope you'll share it with them. And I hope those that need this message will find it. Uh, I'm going to share an audio clip from uh, the Ask Gary V Show, session number two seventy one. He was talking with Tim. Of Tim Ferriss, who has written a book called "Tribe of Mentors," and uh, you know the, the, that session is definitely I would worth finding and listening to if you get a chance. But here's what I realized as I'm listening to this. He said something that I'm going to share with you that I never have heard said before by anybody. That that could only that the, the, the conclusion that he shares with you could only be could only happen by someone who did what Tim decided to do, and that was pick out some of the most successful people in multiple vocations around the world and ask them a series of questions, and which led to a pattern, as he describes it. That was probably unexpected, and something that I have never heard before in a in a business context, or I've never heard it said like Tim's going to share it with you. Again, this is an audio clip from Gary V. Uh, Ask Gary V. Show, session number two seven one and listen very closely to what he says. I'll be back with you. Uh, Another pattern, I think partially because of the question that I ask, which is, do you have a favorite failure? Or if you had to pick a failure of yours that set you up for a later success, could you tell a story? And for every huge success that you associate with someone, they have an equally devastating... (laughs) loss that maybe hasn't gotten as much airtime or any airtime so showcasing those is really important just because uh, when people are going through hard times or dark times it's very easy to look at the magazine covers and think that well Tim Ferriss got it all figured out or, or Gary's got it all figured out and they never make mistakes they never whiff a ball and it's just at least in my case certainly not true and so I think it's important to showcase those a few very specific pieces of advice that I've been using a lot recently so number one uh You can't do all profound deep questions or it gets... Okay, guys, let me just repeat that. And again, I I never had really heard that, that for every success, there's an equal loss in that person's life that doesn't get the airtime. I thought that was very, very profound um, for me and hopefully for you. Uh, because some people are living in the state of loss because they've not learned how or decided to dream again. Let's say that again. Some people ha- have had their profound loss and they stay in that state because they have never decided to or learned how to dream again and I hope that is thought-provoking for you Uh, I want to share just a couple of other things just to give you something to think about just to kind of drive this home and just to drive it home for a second Uh, Babe Ruth, what's Babe Ruth known for? Home run king, right? Prior to Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds, he was number one. I grew up. Babe Ruth was the home run king, probably some of you as well. And uh, the reality is Babe Ruth, the truth, he also struck out more than anybody in the history of baseball when he was home run king. But what do people remember him for being the home run king? Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb held the record for years for stealing the most bases on a baseball field, until Ricky Henderson of the Oakland Athletics broke it, broke that record. But Ty Cobb also got stole, got got thrown out more than any other person attempting to steal a base on a baseball field. Uh, Henry Ford, uh, before he became a huge success, had had filed bankruptcy. So did Walt Disney. Uh, so did. H.J. Uh, Hines the, the gentleman that started Hines Ketchup so did Milton Hershey of Hershey the Hershey Candy fame as well as uh, P.T. Barnum P.T. Barnum filed bankruptcy Barnum and Bailey Circus the greatest show on earth and you know who else did? Abraham Lincoln filed bankruptcy all these people had profound business failures before their major successes. So, I am, as we speak, uh, reading Richard neihart's book, How to Survive the Death of a Dream. Um, and I just felt like after hearing Tim Ferriss and what he did was he interviewed, as I probably said earlier, 140 of the most successful people in various professions around the world. And the pattern that he found was that many of them had had massive, uh, huge losses prior to their most massive success. And I know for me, personally, and probably for some of you, uh, you feel like, well, uh, I had my swing at the plate, and I hit a home run, but it ended up being foul, and then I struck out. And I'll never be able to hit a ball that far, that long, ever again. And if you believe that, then that would be true. Uh, As you believe so, it shall be done unto you. And some of you think, well, Dale, but you just don't understand what I went through. You don't understand. You don't understand. And I would beg to differ. Uh, I would say, you don't understand. I've been through the 25 divorces. At least emotionally, that's what—that's the only thing I can compare it to. Uh, I've been down that road, and I know what it is to decide to coast. You know, don't need the money, don't want the aggravation, uh, don't want to listen to the thumb suckers. I get it all. I understand that. You know, spend time with your family. You know, and just coast. Um, we're not here to coast. We're here to impact. And again, uh, over the last 15 years when I was coasting, there's not a person that's ever heard me speak at a live event where I didn't come from my toes. Because I've always had a deep sense of responsibility to those people in the audience. Because I didn't know who the 20-year-old snot-nosed Dale Calvert was in the room. Uh, and I realized they could be uh, they could be disguised as a fifty seven year old female baby boomer if that makes sense I don't know and but I don't take it for granted and I never have and i never will I'm not capable of taking it for granted um, so i i don't the last fifteen years uh m- most people would say that i done more, accomplished more, uh, learned more than most people will. But it's I learned a long time ago that you compare yourself, not with anybody around you, but with the person staring you back in the mirror. As Helen Keller said, hell starts when the person you are meets the person you could have become. And if I've said anything today to encourage you to consider the possibility that it's not done yet Um, I probably shared this on a podcast before but um, you know sometimes you hear things and you know that it was said and the person that said it didn't even know why they were saying it they didn't even know why they were saying it but and they had no concept that they might be saying it for a specific person um I was at an event five, six, seven years ago um, prior to my heart attacks. And the owner of the company said something that I'll never forget. And uh, I'll never forget it because I knew that time, that place, that moment. It was for me. I didn't know why or what or when or anything else when I heard it. Uh, But he just simply said, God's not done with you yet. God's not done with you yet. So my hope for those of you that need to hear this, and I know you're out there, uh, I know you are. And my hope and prayer for you is that you will learn to dream again. Let yourself think about dreaming again. Just think about it. Yes, people have been through what you've been through. People have been through worse. None of us think that when we're going through it. Uh, None of us do. But that's the truth. That's the reality. And some of you entered the network marketing profession with huge dreams. Like, I'm going to change my life. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna become financially independent. I'm gonna create generational wealth. I'm gonna make sh- such an impact for future generations of my family and big dreams, and maybe even we're well on your way. And then something out of your control happened that knocked you off course. And, you know, I was knocked off course many times in my first 19 years and you know you got to get back on the horse and the only difference between a big shot and a little shot is a big shot's a little shot that kept shooting and we all have that and we all understand that but what I'm talking about and some of you understand is much 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 deeper than that I mean getting up after you get knocked down is just a given but some of you like me you weren't knocked off the horse you were uh, shot into a different world <laughs> You were shot into space. You weren't knocked on the ground or you could get back up. You were shot into orbit somewhere in outer space that you had no idea where you even were or no bearing of how to even get back to the ground. And I understand that. And again, most people will never experience that uh, because most people it's just it's not going to happen for most but the ones that it does happen to there's not very few there's not very many people that can really relate with that that can communicate that people have the opportunity to, to listen to like i hope the right people will on this particular episode of this podcast uh and I hope some of you this was the time place this is exactly what you needed to hear when you needed to hear it but if not I hope you'll be aware enough and care enough about people around you and that are going you're going to come across people that they need to hear this they need to hear it they need to hear it right now and some of you probably know some people right now that could really benefit from this if you do I hope you'll email them the link uh, share it with them Um, I didn't mean to get as somber I don't want this to come across somber I want it to come across hopeful hopeful and most importantly I'm just hoping that it will get in the hands of the people that need to hear it thank you guys I appreciate your support Uh, hope you have a Awesome, awesome holiday season. This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you again next week on another session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.